You're listening to a Mutiny Transmission. You can find more podcasts, videos, books, comics, and records online at mutinyinfocafe.com. Or just stop in the store in Denver and have a coffee sometime. Fuck yeah! Whoa! All right! Hey! All right, bye-bye. How's it going, guys? Good. Great. How are you guys doing? I'm playing the MF Ruckus podcast theme. Oh, sorry. The theme music. Go ahead. Just going to keep going until you tell me to stop. Oh, welcome! Keep it going. Keep it going. Welcome to episode 101 of the motherfucking podcast. This is, of course, the official podcast of the international power rock combo motherfucking ruckus from Denver and Chicago, respectively. Uh, We've got a very special episode, man. Um, We weren't able to work out my guests that were supposed to be on the show today, and we uh, have decided to start trying to have a, uh, a band meeting every week. And so we figured since we got everybody on the phone for the band meeting, we might as well get together and have a podcast. So please welcome, totally unplanned, for a little Skype fucking hangout sesh, a little happy hour with the boys, please welcome the members of the International Power Rock Combo, Motherfucking Ruckus, and Gordo! Most importantly, I'm the plus one! Hi! You're the plus one! I'm in the phone. Yeah, I'm, I'm in the phone. <laughs> has anybody had a um, has anybody had a uh, a happy hour a Zoom happy hour hangout with their friends or family yet? Oh yeah, yeah. What has it been, what, Logan? What has been your experience with that? Well, um, I've been doing it with all the guys and gals that I work with, so it's a bunch of people that don't have jobs anymore so right a lot of times way too early in the day we hey who's doing what you know and we all <laughs> chuck a beer or you know, do a shot or something and uh, or just see how everybody's doing and what what's going on and play with the stupid filters and make each other laugh and it's been cool and then we've had a lot of late night ones where that shit gets weird like like way drunk like you guys have been getting way drunk on the computer together well that one that one's more like friends and like people that like i would normally hang out with on a daily basis or you know weekly basis right and we can't see each other so we figure out way like we play yahtzee or just like fuck around like with the filters or me and beck busted out the halloween costumes one day so we all just like came back with like beards and you know <laughs> Pirate hats and shit. Dude, I'm missing but, uh, out, man. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. I think I scared her with how quick I went through a big bottle of whiskey, so I'm on, <laughs> I'm, I'm on, a, I'm on a sober day today. It so. is pretty scary when that happens. Um, G- Gordo. Uh, yeah. Have you, have you done any of, the, any of the hangouts? You said you've done one, right? Yeah, I just did uh, the first edition of my own podcast, and I went through a, a fair amount of this mezcal right here. You started. Uh, you right. started this your is... new podcast. 
Yeah, but who knows if I'll finish it. <laughs> what? So, well, tell me about that. What's your new podcast all about? Finish that bottle, though, I'll tell you that. <laughs> uh, it, uh, basically, uh, it's just about, it's, it's just us talking about records. That's it, pretty much. Just like we picked five records each, and we, and we talked about records, and that was, that was it. And we talked for three fucking hours. And, was, and you know. now, did you record directly off of Zoom, or what? It, how did you record it? Do you have everybody record uh, right. their own side? Yeah, actually, no. I recorded it off of Skype, like you're doing right oh, now. Oh, okay. And uh, and yeah, so like then I'm gonna go back and edit it, and then put in stuff and make it fancy and make What's it called uh, Gordopodic. Ah, that's good. <laughs> But but you, you know, were getting maybe, wasted the whole time, right? Yeah, that that was actually not really in the plan to get that quite that you know inebriated. But 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 we did that. We did that. We we accomplished that task easily. Yeah. <laughs> who, who was on it? Who was your who was your first guest? Uh, Randy, Randy Conrad nice. Olinger. Yeah, no, so he was no, no, he was drinking. Sense. He was like double fist, and he had like wine and beer, and he was he was just like he was power chugging his way through it. So like you know, I had to keep up somehow. What records so, did you? What records did you guys talk about? Oh well, I can't do that. Oh right, you're just gonna have to watch the episode. Be like, listen, no, I, listen to the fucking. I, I don't know if I'm I mean, gonna like, get around honestly, to the episode. Can you just give me the cliff notes real yeah, quick? I, mean, I I see what you're trying to do. <laughs> I see what you're trying to do. Not gonna work. <laughs> uh, t- I get it. Yeah. It's fun though. It's fun to talk to people like that you don't get to talk to, you yeah. know, and hang out. That's really cool. It's awesome. Tony, have you done have you done any of the Zoom hangouts at all, or like uh, uh, Skype hangouts, like happy hour? No. I, what we've done is uh, is uh, playing Mario Kart and talking on speakerphone with each other. Because everybody has a Nintendo Switch in your family, right? That's what I was just saying. I think I cut out, but uh, yeah, we've all been playing uh, Mario Kart and just talking on the phone while playing. No, Mario no, no. Kart I, I, I heard you say that. Yeah, I just I wasn't sure if it was Nintendo Switch or or what you guys were playing. That's fucking awesome, dude. Yeah. Becky yeah. and I have that and now. Uh, yeah, Becky's on there. Uh, Drew, but, uh, but I haven't kids. been playing because I know you guys are all really good, and I'm I don't want to get my ass. <laughs> I've been boned up on my Mario Kart skills. Coming for you, Tony D. Dude, I had I I had well, an idea. Just kind of I had an us. idea for like a, a Twitch channel where basically you guys just kick my ass at video games every week. Because like everybody in my band, everybody in my band is good at video games, but me. Like I'm the only guy in the band. Like I'm terrible at them. Ty, are you a video game guy? Ty's not. A video yeah, game but guy. not really. But, I mean. I've been mashing on the Switch with the boys. Nor am I. I, I suck at it. We've been playing Luigi's Mansion. Oh, cool. Nice. But yeah, but that's the point. Y'all, it's, y'all are no, not yet. It's pretty cool. <laughs> yeah. That's the point, though. I'm trying Ty to go is, formal, like, Especially right now, I'm trying to go for more multiplayer games so that we can try try to involve more people to hang out with, during, especially uh, during this time. You know? I do feel, yeah. I do feel like I'm missing like, out. I really want to, I really want to start doing that. And, and that's kind of the point though, Tony is Ty's not a video game guy, but he's still better at video games than I am. Like I'm like the worst at them. Yeah, you're probably right. You're right. <laughs> 
<laughs> You're correct. Uh, I don't know, man. Like, I have a I have a group of friends that we play online games sometimes, but like video game, I've been a video game guy my whole life, and video games are so fast now that I'm just like, well, just blow me up, just <laughs> kill me. I can't pay attention. <laughs> I don't know what's happening. Ah, dead Take again. me out of my misery. Dude, you should see my dad trying to learn how to play Call of Duty. Yeah, they're fun. Seeing my dad learn to play Call of Duty is one of the most entertaining things on earth. Like, I had to give you should just film that. Film that. Dude. Film that. Oh. Yeah, just yeah. Drop that into the middle of an episode. You should give him a Twitch account. There you go. Mike yeah. Twitch account. <laughs> I'll bet people would watch that. This fucking thing. I would. So, so yeah, give us some footage of that. Me. So, Tony, all you've been doing then is is the 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 Nintendo Switch hangouts with like your family. Like you haven't done like a happy hour thing with like John or any of, any of the gang. No, not a whole lot. Um, I've also been working stuff. That's right. Yeah, he's I'm still working. Yeah. Tony, have you have you found that like? Because you, you and I are still... Are we the only ones who are still working, me and Tony? Yeah. So, like, like, have you found that since you're still working that your life hasn't changed as much except you don't get to go do the, like, recreational stuff on the weekends? Like, basically, like, what I've found is that, like, everything's pretty much the same except I can't go to shows and Sarah and I can't go to dinner. Like, that's really been the only change. Oh, man, I can my see where you're coming is from. Completely different. Yeah. <laughs> What's it been like for you, Ty? I, I get, I, Dude, I'm I'm like a stay-at-home mom now. We could totally switched. Jesse's still working, um, and it's just me and the boys, like all day, every day. Uh, yeah, it's just like completely different. I'm usually the one that's at work every day. You know what I mean? That's wild, man. So it's like, yeah, we totally like swapped. Completely. That's wild. That's crazy. Tony, Tony, what what were you gonna say about like what it's been like for you, like still working as an electrician? Like you were like top essential services, right? Electricians and plumbers and shit. Theoretically, but no, my my day to day has except except for the precautions that I take and the worry that's that is there the, the feeling i have for everybody who's out on their ass right now right and the worry that's in the, the worry that's in the air i mean like that's where the ch- the change isn't like, like like what i'm doing it's it's uh the environment is just like right very very intense you know right and, I, and, I, and i'm out i'm out seeing it a lot and uh it's very very intense all over you know like nobody's comfortable except for the people fucking calling company <laughs> yeah send them out wow yeah man yeah wow. it's um I've, I've seen a little bit of tension I actually haven't been to a grocery store yet but I have seen oh, really? I did see I, a I guy go, get I go to one like every other day you've been going like every other day like all the time is it cho- totally insane in the grocery stores no no it's like I totally mellowed out yeah also also, um, if you go if you go to like local shops, like like if you go to bodegas, they usually will have like fully stocked shit all over the place. Right, and then mm. and then you go to like a local meat market for some shit, and they'll 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 be open, and you'll be helping like somebody in the community and all the shit, you know. But uh, if you go to Walgreens, that shit looks crazy, you know, like fucking. 
just try to try to go somewhere else, I guess, you know? Right. And I think it probably depends on the neighborhood that you're in, too. Like, if you're in a neighborhood with a bunch of crazy, wackadoo, alarmist types of people, you know, you're going to see that, but, like... I don't, I, don't think, I don't think that's a neighborhood thing. That's, that's just everybody, right? Like, like, like that's just um, 90% of the people right now. Right. Just, like, 9 in 10, nine in ten people are that way. Across right the board. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck. Everywhere. Yeah, um as far as far as like Probably the like as far as like the online hangouts, like the online happy hour thing, the only thing I've really done besides like I've talked to I talked to Fawns, I talked to Jan in Belgium, you know, and kind of asked them how things are going out their way. And I you know, I've been talking to people on like Facebook portal and stuff like that. Like I talked to you and Laura yesterday. But then I had like a Zoom happy hour with my mom, my dad, and all my aunts and uncles. And so it was just a dozen 60-year-olds trying to figure out how Zoom works. <laughs> that sounds boring. <laughs> it was that's pretty much all it was. It's like it's like Skipper speak up, I can't hear you. Or like like mom, are you still there? Hold on. You need to get closer to the camera, what mom. Is, Show her how to use it. This? What's this do here? What's this thing? What is this? Pretty much, pretty much. How do I make it go this way? <laughs> like one of the stills I saw was just my mom looking at the screen straining to hear whatever was being said and my dad drinking a large glass of something. Like that was the still that I saw. <laughs> yeah, man. Perfect. So um so how's everybody been getting by? Logan, how have you been getting by, man? Like what's what's new? What crazy has gone on with you since you've been on fucking quarantine? Uh, me and Beck were at the grocery store today, and I mean, it is crazy. Like, we're walking around, and like, it's to the point where I'm taking precautions. You know, I got, I had gloves on. We made like little masks and shit. And uh, there's just like families of people running around. There's little kids with their hands in their mouths, just touching all sorts of shit. And it's <laughs> just like, God. <laughs> And there's like what's a so, kid what's like so wiping regret? his nose with his hand and shit, and it's just like pandemic monium. Yeah, I what's, understand that. What that store were you at? At King Supers. There's your there's problem. There's your problem. <laughs> there's your problem. <laughs> yeah, dude, I went to a natural grocer's and it was like a dead zone. There was nobody or anything there. And uh, I walked out very quickly. Uh, at King Supers, though, they do the. Uh, they do the the pickup, so we've been ordering online and picking it up in the back door. Oh, yeah. That's smart. Yeah, we've been doing we've been doing the delivery, but I was I was at the trim today, and uh, Jake Fairley was like, "Dude, you should really go to the grocery store. Like, it's going to be <laughs> one of the enigmatic. Like, it's going to be one of the scenes of this time, and you should go see what it's like." Right. Yeah. <laughs> I was like. The grocery store, the, the pandemonium in the grocery store. Yeah, the uh, the ground, like, there's, like, six feet apart lines all over the place. Like, right. they put, like, tape on the ground. All the aisles are designated, like, one ways. So, like, if you go up one, you're not supposed to go down the other way. Right. And, wow. Uh, yeah, it's fucking crazy. Yeah, I heard about. There's never any toilet paper. I heard about like old ladies freaking out, telling people to stay away from them and shit. 
Like just like like old ladies in a panic and like just basically panicked people just going get away from me ah and freaking out. So I'm kind of monitoring our uh, live feed here yeah. on my computer. And Dave Eastman said, "Do you guys remember playing a show at the Blacklight Bar in Salem?" Of course, we remember playing a show at the Blacklight Bar in Salem. How's the Blacklight Bar doing during this? Oh yeah, that place. <laughs> I remember that. Yeah, you bet your ass, man. I remember that. That was, dude. That was a that was a freaky experience, man. Like it was like the whole like I just the thing I remember about that wasn't even necessarily the blacklight area of the venue. It was the old lady that we thought was dead at the slot machine. Or at the video mm-hmm. poker machine. You remember that? <laughs> like, we came in and there was, like, an old wow. lady. There was an old lady who was, like, passed out unconscious at the video poker machine. And everybody just acted like she wasn't unconscious at the video poker machine. Like, it was a common occurrence. And uh, we would just remember being like, somebody's got to call an ambulance for this poor old lady. That place was real, real messy. Yeah, it felt like it, <laughs> <laughs> messy. Well, I remember, I remember we were playing, and while we were on stage, there was like a dozen people in the room, and they all had their phones out filming us with the lights on because it was in the blacklight room. Like for people who don't know, the blacklight bar in Salem, Oregon, or Salem, Oregon, right? It uh, the main showroom was only black lights and it had like trippy black light shit all over the walls and all over the floors and stuff. So it was it was pretty neat concept. But so we're on stage playing in this room completely lit by black lights with 12 people in the room who all left at the same time to some back room with the bartender and then they all came out and they had a lot of energy. And they all had their cell phones out with the lights on, and it just looked like. You guys remember uh, Batteries Not Included, the movie with all the little like yeah. spaceships? Yeah. It was like little spaceships were just hovering around in front of our faces the whole time that we were playing, just like little lights floating around in the ether. It was super, super surreal. So, Dave, yes, we do remember playing at the Blacklight Bar in. Portland or uh, in uh, Salem, Oregon. Sounds like a hell of a place. Yeah, it's wild. Yeah, they if it, all came out, they had a lot of energy, and they all had their cell phones out. <laughs> who's got Who's got the audio in the background? Who, who's doing the playback? It's like me. we're in a time machine, man. It's like you just said that. <laughs> we're in an episode of Devs. So, uh, so yeah, what I have on here is crazy. You should at least go like check it out and see. Yeah, it's what worth seeing. Just send the wife. Sure just what I do. <laughs> just what? Just send the wife <laughs> to the grocery Dude, store. Just take a- <laughs> what I'm saying. She's already out. I'm not going out. You know. No, I told Dude, one person. I told Sarah it's just to send me family like. I understand, like, yeah, I've talked to some yeah. people where it's, uh, they're single parents, and it's like, dude, they can't, they don't have anybody to watch their kids, so they gotta bring them to the store, you yeah. know, that makes sense. But there's, like, an entire family of, like, nine, ten people just mobbing around the store, just, right. Yeah, fuck that. Like, one person. She's already out working anyway, so it's like, yeah, go to the store. Yeah, I'll well. the boys here, and, like. You know? The main reason that I want to just go and take care of it myself 
is we've been doing the delivery service. And by the way, I'm grateful that we live in a time where that is a thing. That's amazing. Like, I wish my fucking grandma would use it, but she refuses to learn the technology. You know what I mean? Like, I, I love that that exists. At the same time, we pretty much almost never get what the order is. You know what I mean? Because they're out of stuff or there's a language barrier because of the area of town that I live in. Um, you know, uh, like, I think Sarah asked for, like, some cans of peeled tomatoes or something like that, and we just had delivered to our house a bag of a dozen tomatoes. It's like, what are you going to... Well, hey. Yeah. <laughs> when life gives you, you tomatoes... Improvise. When you life... improvise. Right. But, I mean, so I'm just, I'm just kind of like, I can go and do that. You know what I mean? Like, even if they're out of stuff, I can find, I can probably do better than a giant sack of tomatoes. <laughs> no, you can't. And my, my point is, is you're already out <laughs> working, so you're already in the hot zone, in, infecting or spreading. You know what I mean? <laughs> Keep those people out. All of, all of yous. You know. Keep do us. That. And if, just live in a separate part of the house or whatever. Yeah, I'm just, I'm at home. She's the one that goes out. Like, that's how it is. You just keep her in a decon <laughs> yeah. room? Does she come I home and do the crying game? Shower? Yeah. I know hose. people that are living like that. Like, Lysol, hose. One person lives in, like, one section of their house, and one person lives in another section of their house, and they're just, like, living in the same building, but completely separate. Yeah, I've heard, I've heard about one, that going on, too. One person Some got silkwood shit. It's fucking wild. Yeah, that is wild. Tony, you were asking about, like, showering up when you get home and everything. Clear. Like, you were Clear asking times. me about that. Basically, the because of how tightly we have everything locked down at Fire in the Mountain, like gloves everybody has to wear a mask we're sterilizing all our electronics with isopropyl alcohol we're spraying down everything all day long like everybody's washing their hands raw like because of that sarah only requires me to wash my hands when i get home like before i come in and touch the baby i've got to like just wash up and decontaminate a little bit i'm i'm not doing it i'm not doing this Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Ooh. This is the spooky section of the show. Oh, it's a phone. Okay. I Tone. Go. Tone, you were saying? I don't know. What? Well, you were, you were asking me about having to clean up when I come home and shit like that. Oh, I, I just do. Nobody tell, nobody tells me to. Nobody like requires me to do pretty much anything. But I just like I, I put my clothes in a separate room and and uh, go shower up and do what I can to be clean like all day. You know, taking a bunch of precaution. Then right, like right now, my clothes are my collective clothes from the week are in the, in the wash. Right, and uh, you just try to take precaution. But yeah, I am the guy that like Tyler said. You like you got to be the, whoever's the one that's out. Right. Well, and I and I keep I keep offering to do it. I'm like, give me a list and I'll go do it. You know, but she just she just has been to the point where she's almost more willing to deal with mistakes from the grocery store than to send me in there because she doesn't want to bring the baby there. And I'm like, no, absolutely not. Don't take him out. Don't take him fucking out anywhere. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So Ty. I know it's weird. Ty. Um. 
Tell me more about what it's been like totally switching roles with Jesse. Um. Well, it's uh been different. I enjoy it sometimes, <laughs> and sometimes I hate it. You know. <laughs> I'm definitely like stir crazy. I'm losing it here. Do you think you could? Out, do you so think you could do the permanent house mom thing? Um. Yeah. I mean, you would adjust to it, right? Like eventually. But yeah, I'm just. Uh, I get paid from work for one more week, and then I'll have to apply for unemployment. Um. I mean, she's making a little more, working more now, but I'll still have to apply for unemployment here next week. Yeah. And, man, who knows how long this is going to go. I can use vacation hours from work if I need more money. Man. Um, yeah, I don't know. If, this, if it goes on more than two, three more weeks, then it's going to really drive me crazy. Yeah. Man. Hey, what's ev- yeah. what's everybody's thoughts on that? Like, what's your prediction? Do you think that we're going to be seeing this go on for another month or... Like, I don't know, man. Like, I I think we're looking... I think we're probably looking at social distancing at the bare minimum through May. Like, especially in Colorado, we're a week behind the overall national peak. Like, New York is supposed to peak this coming week or the next week. They're saying they might have... They might be at that point now. They might be at the peak now. This one. Yeah, the last couple days of they haven't had more deaths. It's been the same. So it might be like turning the corner now. Right. What were you gonna say, Tony? Yeah, I thought it was like either this week or next week's. I, I thought do. I heard from the. Right. I I heard today that Colorado is a week behind that too. That sucks. Yeah. Yeah. So. I don't. Maybe, hopefully, more people can go back to work here in like I don't know three, four weeks, and then probably still social distancing for like at least a month after that. Right, you know? right. Did you guys hear about the Rock Bottom Brewing Group? So I no. I work. So I work with Tony. You're gonna love this. I work with uh, I work with one of the brewmasters from Rock Bottom Brewing. And he said they closed their entire restaurant group down. He said they fired 18,000 employees, and all the rock bottoms are closed. All the old Chicago's are closed. That's why I said, Tony, you're going to love this. All the old Chicago's closed down. Um, and... Uh, and all the other stuff in there. <laughs> He's like, don't put that on me, you cocksucker. No. Yeah, man. Yeah, so they just and and I I'm like wondering why the big corporations are willing to punch the ticket, but the like smaller businesses, like the independent businesses seem to be like they're they're going to board up their windows and and ride the ship into the ground. You know what I mean? I'm sure it has to do with the fact that like First of all, lower overhead. Not a lot of choice. Not, no choice, right? Like, no choice in the yeah, matter. Yeah, what else are you going to do? Yeah. 
I mean, that's the only thing they've got. I'm sure a big corporation like that, they're looking at the spreadsheet and they're going, it'll cost us more money to keep all these places open than to shut everything down and possibly come back later on. Yeah, a lot of businesses, when they do come back, especially like the bigger corporations, are going to come back super streamlined. Like, you know, the unemployment rate's going to stay pretty high for a long time. Right, right, right. It's been um, interesting with... (laughs) Since, um, Since we've been just doing takeout, it's like... We've been spending the last couple weeks like just trying to adjust to how just running a takeout business is going to run. And there's things about it that are going to be hard to go back from just because, you know, they're really kind of convenient, like portioning out all the things just for to go. Like we are only taking to go orders and deliveries. You know what I mean? So it's just boxes just pouring in all night long. And, I mean, half the restaurants in town closed down because they don't do takeout. So we're also one of the only restaurants open in the city of Denver. So we're just getting, like, more business than we can physically handle, almost. You know what I mean? It doesn't hurt the yeah, guys are really good, too. Say what? I've heard that you guys are banging. Dude, it's like, crazy. It's crazy, but it's also like yeah. it's also like by the time we get this side of it all dialed in, it'll be time to go back to having guests in the in the dining room and and going back to doing it the way we did before and having to like bring all our staff back on whoever like didn't move to another fucking state to to find work or survive, you know what I mean? Like it's dude, it's it's crazy. It's absolutely crazy, man. Cheers. Cheers. Cheers indeed. There's not there's nothing you can really say beyond that. Logan, what's um what's going on with the work situation for you? Like, I know I know you just pretty much got cut early on because all the bars closed down. Yeah. Um we heard rumors that the bars were gonna close down and everybody was just kind of like expecting it and anticipating it. And then that, I think it was Tuesday, the, it's like the 10th or the 11th or something like that, I want to say. It was just like, this is the last day. And we shut down the Sunday before. We had like a little work meetup party at Goosetown and everybody was like, this sucks. And we just drank a lot and, you know, talked about what everybody was going to do and I filed for unemployment that day and I got on it like real quick and like I've just heard like horror stories of everybody trying to get on it and how the the website's always down and that um, the phone number's always busy and all that shit so I'm impressed with myself I got it done so quick you were well you were probably I mean usually not on my shit but. Well, you were you were in the first wave of people that were filing too, you know, because right. the yeah. bars got shut down like right away. Yeah, and it's it's not a lot. It's not a whole hell of a lot. So, I mean, it's cool that something's coming in, and that helps with groceries and you know just 
not touching it. I mean, where where are you going to spend it on the internet? You know, right? Yeah, but so that's cool. <laughs> Beck's still working from home, so that's rad. We're uh, fortunate for that. Uh, I've applied for like a bunch of like relief funds and like all these things that like restaurant workers and bartenders and people in the service industry can apply for, and I mean. I'm not like upset about it because so many people are applying for it, but I've gotten like little to no response. But I saw, you got to think about. Um, I saw you got to think about how many people are actually applying for that shit. Right, you know? right, right. I saw Sam Talent um, pulled a thousand dollar artist grant from the city of Denver. Um, yeah, like for a comedian, like that's really cool that they just gave a thousand bucks to a fucking stand up comedian. That's really neat. Yeah. What a joke, huh? <laughs> <laughs> um, how long do you think it's going to be before we play a show? That's going to be the next question. Uh, Gordo, when do you think it's going to be the I'm next a- time we play a show? Actually, might have a little bit of an inside track on that because uh, very cool. Someone just sent me something earlier today from Jason Persoff. I saw that it's a video. I sent this I, is the I video you just you. sent me. Yeah. Um, and basically, uh, he's a, he used to work at the Mayo Clinic. He's, he's, actually, he's a comedian, but he's also a physician. Um, and uh, he was looking at some information that seems to suggest, I mean, it's really early and he doesn't know for sure, uh, but it seems to look as if Colorado is flattening the curve. So Awesome! That's, that's really good information, really great. Um, you know, like, personally, I've not seen... The evidence I've seen has been to the contrary. Well, we're also <laughs> really good at we're also really good at shaming each other out here in Colorado. So I think we're probably hyper aware of all the people who are out fucking around, and we're like, "Hey, goddammit, get inside!" You know what I mean? Like, get the fuck inside, man! Yeah, yeah. What are you yeah. doing? Building yeah. the deck, <laughs> dude, <laughs> dude? What is up with? Stop building your goddamn deck right now! Dude, I, I work in the Highlands, so I've been seeing so many people working on their yards and, like, you know, out walking their dogs and, like, riding bikes with friends and going for runs with friends and shit like that. It's it's really weird to see. You know, you know what it reminds me of? Remember that episode of The Simpsons where Itchy and Scratchy gets canceled or something like that? Something happens. I think Marge cancels Itchy, Itchy and Scratchy. Right. And all the kids, like, start turning off TV, and they're, like, going outside and, like, riding bikes, and Martin's, like, pushing a hoop with a wheel or with a stick and shit. And, uh, yeah, yeah, totally. Like, oh, these people are enjoying their time together and, like, the sunshine? Fuck off. <laughs> Get in your Simpsons house. did it. Yeah, man. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I hope that's true. I hope it's true that we're that we're doing that. You know, looking at I, I look at that map on uh, on NPR every day, just of the number of cases and the number of deaths in every state or whatever. And and ours tends to be like going really slowly, you know, compared to other places. You know, I mean, we're right, right. we're kind of right in the middle. Um, so you know, I don't, I don't know what any of that shit means. I'm not a scientist. I have no fucking clue. Right. But um, it, it sounds like it might be good. They're, Who knows? They're also... And as far as gigs, like, right. I mean, like, who the fuck knows? Like, you know, right. as far as my band goes, I have no idea if what we're looking at. Like, we were supposed to play some festivals and stuff. 
you know, and like, I don't think that's happening. <laughs> um, you know? yawn. If you're the first band to go play a show after this, do you think you're going to get like a k- killer turnout? Cause people are like, just want to go out so bad. Or do you think people are going to like stay away and like, be like, dude, I told too soon for me. I told Josh and Terry that we need to rent a flatbed truck and just fucking get a festival together on the back of a flatbed truck up and down South yes. Broadway. Yep. Run it up and down Colfax. Like let's let's fucking have this thing. Let's do it. Bring it let's to the let, you know, when we're yeah. ready. we ready to ready to start it up again. Let's 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 let everybody know. Yeah. yeah I don't know. I don't no, know. I think that's a great that's idea. A terrible idea. I think that's a great idea. But then there, you, you also run the risk of being the first band to, to to break social distancing first and like. Yeah, Ty, I've, I've thought about the same thing. Like, would it be... I think you would probably get a pretty big-ass turnout just because people wanted to be part of it. But I'll bet there would also be people who didn't go out, and I'll bet there would be people who would throw shade on you for doing the show. For it's doing it pussy all over again. Yeah, that you, you, like, there would be a too-soon camp. Like, there will probably be a fuzzy period when the CDC goes... It's okay to relax social distancing guidelines. Well, that's man, the last show that we did at Three Kings with um, you know, Fudge and everything, that was I mean, they closed all the bars the next day, but that was like if it's under two hundred people or something, then you can right. still have a gathering. They'll ease it back you know in. I mean? So they'll ease it back in, so maybe local bands will have an you know. Tony, what's yeah, your prediction? shows before the bigger ones, you know what I mean? Tony, what's your prediction? Give me your prediction on when we're going to play shows again. My prediction is pain. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> nice. Uh, I don't know, man. It's, it's going it's to be a while. It's going to be a long while. Yeah. And uh, the, the ripple effect will continue for a while, too. You know, since, since this was such a global... Um, since it affected just everybody pretty much, you know, it's gonna, it's, it's not going away anytime soon. When's the next time we'll play a show? I would guess sometime at towards the end of the year, like in the fall, maybe January 19th. <laughs> That'd be my guess. No, I, but, but in all there. seriousness, though, like, I've seen other bands. I've seen other bands <laughs> reschedule tours and stuff for like January that were supposed to be happening in May, in June. Yeah. Oh, Tony, you're like, such wow, a dick, dude. They're actually, actually <laughs> ready to do that. Like, I, I find it amazing that people are actually able to just go ahead and book gigs for January at this point. But yeah, I don't know. You know. Yeah, we'll see about that. You know, we'll, we'll see about. Like all the stuff that's gotten canceled with both bands, you know, and I'm sure Gordo, you're in the same boat. Where it's like at first it was, um, should we should we do this? Should we not? And it's like let's just ride it out for a few more days because every day is changing. Right and now, it's gotten to the point so far that everything's canceled that you had. Really, because because well, at least at least for us, because we were booked more than on either side, like six months out, or, or no less than that. Now it's like two or three months out. Right. But anyway, like now, every that just took everything out. So now you're just pretty much uh, like trying to figure the target out. I guess I think we're going to see more independent content. I think we're going to see more independent content because there's going to be a gap in production schedules. 
You know what I mean? Like major production companies aren't going to be making content. So there's probably going to be a ton of live shit. There's going to be a ton of like, you know, promoting old stuff. And then there's going to be a ton of uh, smaller bands that only book on like a two to three month booking cycle. And the ones that have more like a six month to a year booking cycle aren't going to have anything for a fucking while. You know what I mean? Like, I have a, I have an interesting theory about release schedules. Okay. Because I've seen a lot of major artists push back their releases. Like, uh, I saw uh, just today, I saw that Lady Gaga is pushing back her new album, like for like three or four months or something like that. And well, a lot of the like, I don't know, I guess like. Mm-hmm independent artists that you know i'm a fan of or i've seen like they're keeping to their release schedules like they're just like yeah we're gonna go ahead and release this because we really think our fans would this is this is the good time to release music right now right right and but it seems like like a lot of the major acts are really pulling away from that if they have major releases and i i think that's really interesting because obviously like there's a lot writing on that right like Lady Gaga, for example, she can't go do into the, she can't go do the Today Show or uh, right like it's a SNL thing. or it's a whole there's a whole thing that goes you can't she can't do all the junkets she can't do all that shit that she does in order to push the streams or the sales or whatever it is. Well, you can't part so, you can't compete with the um you you can't compete with the coronavirus right now. <laughs> no, you can't, and you can't compete no, with the can't. massive amount of content that is out there right now like so many people's attention is just completely you know fragmented and all over the place that's that's totally a marketing decision on their part like they're like we'll wait to put this out until people can actually pay attention to it yeah you know um i've talked to i've talked to friends in europe obviously uh you know, Jan, Jan said he's genuinely concerned for his American friends because he's like over here in Belgium, you know, we have universal basic income, like everyone's getting paid to stay home. And he said, and we have socialized medicine. So if you get sick, you're taken care of, but you guys don't have either of those things over there. You know, he's like, he he said they're on total lockdown over there. Like the mil- he's military, so he's on call. But you know, um, there are like walk up windows for food and shit like that. But for the most part, it's just grocery stores and that's it. Like everybody's taking well, it very seriously. I don't know. Right? All I gotta say for that is, uh, you know, Bernie twenty twenty. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, but then I talked to you know other sources who just tell me that the industry has been totally turned on its head like nobody can th- like they make most of their money through touring you know like they, you can do it in your yep. in your, like dude yawn told me all the big festivals are canceled all the big summer festivals oh, yeah. that is like so fucking huge in europe yeah you know there's a whole industry around that shit like like our our festival industry pales in comparison to what it is over in Europe, man. It's like it gener it is such a like a multi million euro thing. Tell tell that to the South by Southwest guys that hey, buddy. Oh, can't yeah. pay their rent and mortgages now. Yeah, right. Hey, 
What's going on? How weird is it to have like four dudes looking at you through a computer? Yeah. Okay. Hey, kid. <laughs> Welcome to chat roulette. <laughs> no, man. It's fucking um, wild. It's fucking wild. So do you... You remember Metallica was going to play all those festivals this summer? Wow. And then uh, James Hetfield pulled him out of it. Is my Because he was having like sober weekends or something. Yeah. Like, with his AA or whatever. Right. And then like a month Aww. after he announced that they had to pull out of all these things for his sobriety, everything got canceled anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I think he like regrets that. You're like, man, I should have just waited. I wouldn't have looked like such a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> okay, here, here's to the head making a stand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah good for him, but yeah, yeah. all right. Save the little face. Be waited a month. Yeah. Social distancing <laughs> before it was cool. Always save a little face. <laughs> oh, Jesus, those guys. Um, Tony, did uh, the blind staggers have anything on the books before this went down? Yeah, man, we're supposed to go uh, tour with the clans. Oh, fuck, yeah, you guys were supposed to go on a tour. Yeah, we would have been on that tour now, right now. Oh, shit. I totally forgot. You guys would be on tour right now. I'm sorry, man, that fucking sucks. Think about this. What if this happened while you were on tour? Oh, dude, I'd be so mad. Start losing shows every other day. They're like, no, we can't, Corona. Well, also think about how many of those bands that were on tour in Europe came back with the shit, you know? Right, right. Like, oh yeah, dude. Did you you guys heard about Chuck Billy from Testament? Like everybody on that tour got sick. Like there's been all sorts of cases of bands that were on tour, and it's just like middle of the fucking tour, dude. Can you imagine like? In the old days when we used to tour like total fucking maniacs and we would be like, can you imagine being in the middle of nowhere with no money and like totally out on everything and then fucking being like, yeah, all your shows are canceled. That's how we would have survived coronavirus. We would have just sat out in the middle of the desert for like two weeks. (laughs) I know, right? (laughs) And somehow made money to come back to town and we'd come back and just everybody's gone. (laughs) Sit on a rock and drink through it, you know? Yeah. Pretty much, man. (laughs) Pretty much. Yeah, dude. Like, uh, I, I was thinking the other day, the people I feel worst for, though, besides bands and besides... Like, obviously, like, healthcare workers and grocery store workers are in a separate category. They are in a, they're in a category all their own as far as what they're dealing with on the front line. So we'll just, we'll just exclude them just for a minute. As far as the general population goes, the, group, the groups that I feel the worst for are little kids on their birthday and fucking teenagers in their senior year of high school. Yeah. Like yeah, first sucks. of all, first of all being a little kid and just having like like I've got a 1-year-old. He doesn't even know what a birthday is. He's he's good. He's fine. But for like little kids who like they like look forward to having all their friends over and they they have a party and everything's great and it's like one of the happiest one of the happiest times of the whole year for them. And then just totally canceled, man. Or like yeah, it's a or like the uh, the teenagers that like 
are having virtual proms. Like I, I was talking to my sister about that this because she's a dean of students, you know, and she's like. She's like, yeah, but they're having a virtual prom and they're having someone DJ and stuff. And I'm like, I'm not talking about the prom. I'm talking about everything around the prom. Like, your senior year of high school is like your last chance to just get it on with all the people that you've been in school with for the last four years. <laughs> you know, it's like we're, we're gonna do, we're gonna. You have a point there. We're gonna go out and we're yeah. gonna drink. We're gonna we're gonna sneak a bottle into the prom and get wasted. And we're gonna go over to Eric's house and and we're gonna take acid for the first time. Or we're gonna like, you know, like this girl that yeah, I really like. I'm gonna make a move and da 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 da. Like none of that is gonna happen. I'm no, worried about the drug a lot dealers. Of it is still happening. A lot of these fucking younger kids are still having keggers and still having parties in there they're just not yeah, taking part of the problem so yeah. that shit yeah, is right. still happening man right like I'm, i was I'm worried about the dude. drug dealers yeah okay but let me put it this, this way dude that works with this kid this kid went to a kegger got all fucked up and fell off of a two-story like balcony and then he was calling into work he worked at a grocery store he was calling into work because he was at a party before and then he fell off this ledge and was like, I can't go. I was at a party last night and I fell off this fucking balcony. It's like, what the fuck were you doing at a fucking party, dude? <laughs> oh, my God. So, okay, well, then wow. let me put it this way. It's I feel bad. Happening. I feel bad for the teenagers that are observing social distancing. I don't feel bad for the teenagers that are not. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. They can go fuck themselves. <laughs> <laughs> like everyone else. Yeah, yeah. Like everyone else, right? <laughs> like everyone else. Exactly. So what's every, what's everybody doing to keep themselves entertained? Logan, tell me what you're doing to keep yourself entertained. Uh, we've been <laughs> cooking and eating a lot, which is not, you know, it, it's fun but it's not, like, the healthiest. We've been walking our dogs around the park every day because they said it's okay to go out and walk your dogs. Uh, drinking a lot. <laughs> I think that's what a lot of people yeah. are doing. Yeah. Ready for another beer. Yeah. Also, I, I, me and Beck were talking, and there's, like, a lot of people that don't drink. And, like, right now is... Uh, Difficult time for them, you know, like being at home and not having shit to do and not having people to like, right, um, like support them and shit. So like, I don't know. I feel for the pe- the sober folks that are like, you know, just don't have booze to turn to to just be like, well, I'm just gonna drink for fucking three months. So if that's what you're going through, big ups to you. But uh, yeah, right. we we painted pictures yesterday. That was fun. <laughs> you, painted, right on. you painted pictures? Yeah, we like Beck had like old like um, I don't know what the fuck they're called uh, like um, I don't know what the fuck they're called but we paint, we watched like YouTube videos and we painted like pictures of shit <laughs> she, pa- she painted some lemons and crap <laughs> She painted some yeah. lemons and crap yeah, hers turned out really good. Mine looks like shit. So. Some Bob Ross shit. That's awesome. Yeah, some Bob Ross shit is what we're doing. <laughs> That's productive. I'm yeah. trying to stay productive, but it's like hard, man. What are you? What are you doing, Ty? How are you keeping yourself sane? Dude, in the first like 
week that I stopped working, I had like my detailed my Jeep all night. So like cleaned out the garage, got that all set up all good. You know what I mean? And I was like right. intending to keep going at that pace. And then it's just like, it's a grind, man. Right. Just every day I wake up, it's like, what day is it? It's like, who cares? Like, <laughs> who cares? <laughs> doesn't matter. Like, nothing matters. It's just hard to find motivation. You know what I mean? Have you been playing any drums at all? I haven't. Um, the drum room is kind of a mess. That's a whole, that's a, like a whole project. So I need to get that all squared away. Uh, film some for a riff book. Want to do one, some for that? Yeah, tell yeah. me about Riffbook, guys. Tell me about Riffbook. I haven't been able to participate because cool. I'm just cool. a senior. There's singer. a lot to say about Riffbook, but honestly, it speaks for itself. <laughs> okay, so for <laughs> our for our fuck <laughs> off. Like at first, it was like this kind of. It was like, oh, that's a cool idea. And then the next thing I know, Bart's like, dude, we got like sixty six thousand fucking members, and it's like, I, I don't know how many it's up to now, but it's like. Worldwide. They're supposed to cap it at 666, but it's some slip. But it's through, at 600, it's 672 now. Yeah. <laughs> See, yeah, yeah I, I think that's where my invite status is because I've not officially joined it because I don't, didn't have any video to upload. Uh, but I still see it, you know. Right. Well, the first, the first round, so I would see like the first round well. of people was just a bunch of like guys in Denver bands, you know. Like I didn't yeah. ask to join it. I was just a part of it. And I was like, oh, I should go like this thing. And I went to the page and I was like, oh, I'm already part of it. Okay, I don't know how that happened. I've been really enjoying watching you guys on Riffbook, by the way. Like, it's, I, I've been getting, I've so been getting a lot of satisfaction fun. from it. All four of you guys, Riffbook seriously. I, I had a little trouble, like, getting my setup together. Like, I, I recorded a couple things. I was like, that sounds like garbage, and I'm not putting it on the <laughs> fucking internet, you know? Like, there was, like, this constant buzz coming from my combo app, amp, and then, like, like I was just looking at my setup, and, like, like Bart looks all cool in his studio, and Gordo's got this cool, like, fucking filter on his shit, and I was dude, like, this is, exactly where I, where I do, this is exactly where I do this one. This so is, so I finally got it together. So I'm, I'm planning on. I can't see Tony anymore. Tony, where'd he go? Like, um, I see Tony. I see Tony just fine. I don't have Tony video, only audio. Well, it might be a Wi-Fi situation. So, uh, so it is. Um, Gordo, mine's all shitty. Gordo, yeah. For people who don't know what Riffbook is, what is Riffbook? Uh. Jam your riff in under a minute, fucker. That's what it's all about. Basically, there's a different theme every day, and uh, Bart determines that theme, or he did a poll recently, and 90s alternative is what came up today. I don't think he liked that very much. And you did what, Faith No that's More. That's what it was. And you did Faith yeah, No I did. More. <laughs> I did. I was like, that counts as alternative rock, so fuck it. I'm the, doing the it. One, the other one on that poll was Kiss Covers in Makeup. In Makeup. Oh. <laughs> Which I thought was actually a great category. Yeah, I like, thought that, that was awesome. But. Man, if I would have seen that, I would have just like <laughs> put on like lady makeup. And been, like, <laughs> you didn't specify. <laughs> you didn't say I had to dress up like Kiss. Whoa, whoa, whoa. You didn't say Kiss Makeup. You just said makeup. <laughs> Um, this is how I'm spending quarantine, fuckers. <laughs> There's a lack of specificity here. Uh, it's the kiss makeup from Unplugged. Uh, <laughs> there you go. So, so yeah, it's, 
It's the kiss makeup from the Lick It Up video. God, anything but that. Um, so, so uh, did you guys did you guys see the beef that some guy started with Bart about uh, tambourines? Like it's like where are your tambourine videos, and Bart started playing this tambourine, and the him and this dude were like going back and forth. And was it, it was, um, was it Johnny Reno? Because I know Johnny Reno was involved in it too, like with some tambourine uh, stuff. I don't remember. I don't think so, but it's pretty entertaining and. Uh, it's yeah. Play your play your riff in under a minute and just dick around. See, that's yeah, cool. I, Gordo, you carry the shame, the shame of going over a minute. I know, I know. All of I, you know what you know what I figured is that the aggregate time is still under. Like the average time is still under. I I'm come I'm clocking in at like forty five seconds max on the other ones. So like go over okay, like uh, twenty you're going, seconds you're going for your average time. Yes, I'm going for my average, average time. time. And I, I told I I said that in that last post, man. I'll fall on my sword, man. I don't I think will, your I minutes will, roll over. I ain't a singular will, plan, my man. <laughs> you, you, you got a plan for uh, you got a plan for a lot of this too. There's a lot of like oh, a lot of the yeah, start. Good Fifteen yeah. seconds yeah. of shutting on stuff and shutting it off. I yeah, can see it now. What riff book plan are you on? It, it's nice that they're all short like that, though, because if you like go through it and start looking at them, it's like you're not wasting like a ton of time. Like you, you know, right. that's what's beautiful about it. That's what's beautiful about it. You get the idea, you know, hey, that's cool. This yeah. guy can play, you know, and then you're on to the next one. That's it. Right. Who's that? Who's that dude? Rooster, the fucking uh, blonde dude that like. Shreds oh, that guy. Sh- that guy fucking shreds everything. Yeah. Like, he's. I, he, he's winning the medals left and right. He's got to win the medals. All the medals, yeah. Yeah. You wait. There's he's, medals. He's... No, well, I mean, you know, figuratively, dude. You know, I'm. You know, like, I, be really <laughs> I'm like a little party. jealous, dude. I'm like a little jealous, and I feel a little left out. And I've thought about it. And I'm like, man, I would get on there and do something, but singing videos are fucking obnoxious. Like acapella singing videos, yep. like anytime you see someone singing on like Instagram or something, it's like pass, unfollow. I don't want to watch this person <laughs> sing. Aaron, she, maybe you should do one, but with like nine acapellas as the Brady Bunch. <laughs> oh, that sounds that would be cool. Awesome. I would watch that for a minute, for one minute, <laughs> for one minute. I could just one see minute like the... I could just see you running and singing riffs, it's like running down a fucking alley. <laughs> Just keep just keep it right here. Just like you're like this the whole time. Like great fucking start. Great fucking start. I think if you started like a um a lead singer riff book i don't know what number one what would it be called like uh uh, uh the most boring page on facebook <laughs> yeah 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 but i i think if did like, singers suck and i say this it, as one we're terrible we're the worst if you tried to keep it under a minute everybody'd be like well they haven't heard me so you know like i get to go over a minute because i'm in a game <laughs> Whatever the fuck cover band. <laughs> yeah. Welcome to sing. Though. I'm in a dream theater cover band, so I can go over a minute. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like a terrible idea. I don't want to do it. 
Dude, I just want to. It It'll be awful. I just oh, want to watch you guys and enjoy. You know what I mean? I just want to. I want to see my friends enjoy themselves. And it's been, dude. It's really been a joy watching you guys. Seriously, like seeing you on it too, Logan, yes. and like seeing Gordo do all his stuff. Hearing that Ty has got a bunch of videos that he's working on. I'm like really excited to see Ty's stuff. And then like Tony just going on there and like owning everybody's ass is like. The most satisfying oh, thing. Like, Tony God. coming home from work with, like, his hair still wet from being in the shower, just, like, like doing, like, just ripping people's assholes apart. It's so <laughs> fucking out the good. mash theme. The mash theme. Rad. The mash theme was the so mash good. Theme was good. <laughs> yeah. uh, I really that's loved that's the... Um, great show. I loved your AHA cover. That was so fucking good, dude. <laughs> yeah, Tony did take... Dude, I really, I really wanted to... I was gonna. I was really trying to look for the uh, like what. Once I got done doing the the aha thing. By the way, me and John uh, Skibicki were talking about this. Like, you have one minute to riff. It takes me at least a half an hour to record that thing. <laughs> <laughs> it does. It does. That one guy, like, who's who's the guy that uploaded his thing where he's just like, ah, fuck, and it was like twenty seconds long. Like, that's perfect. Perfect. That's, oh, that's, yeah. that's what everybody is doing. I like, think there like, should be a live challenge. I think there should be a live challenge. Something. I, I'm like making it up. Like, I, I start. I, I start writing the idea that he's got because it's usually like a mashup or something, you know. So like, my half hour is like sitting there trying to write something, and by the end of like. I don't know, half hour, however long it takes, you know. But th- then I can finally like have the takes where it's like, oh, okay, that's what I'm looking for, and then just do that. That's like, like that. Yeah, the mash one I came up with uh, watching mash a lot <laughs> with a guitar in my hand. That shit was so good, dude, <laughs> and it's so clever. like it's so entertaining, and people are following it and engaging with it, and like Bart has the strict rules of like, you know, it's got to be a minute. No politics. Everybody be nice and fucking get uh, along, like and just like, just music. And it's been so cool and so fun and so lighthearted. It's been great to watch, man. I've really enjoyed it. It's really cool. And Gordo's got the uh, the great the great perspective, the, the artistic eye. Oh yeah. That's oh, it's one. just it's just a fisheye lens, man. Anything yeah. I can do not to have my face on something, I'll do it. I like anything. But you have such a charming, like happy, enjoyable, warm, inviting <laughs> face, Gordo. <laughs> such a likable oh, guy. Oh, chuckle! And breasts. Hey, hey, you guys! Uh, you guys want to do the sponsor shoutouts? Sure. Just, sure. Let's uh, yeah. do the sponsors. All right. First and foremost. First and foremost, Matula Plumbing. Matula! Shit rolls downhill. Don't be at the bottom of your number. Two is our number one priority. Your shit is our bread and butter. Angie's List Super Service Award winner back in 2011. 1-1 is the only one that matters. Because after that, the coronavirus hit. And, um... <laughs> shit got all fucked up, man. Uh, yeah, he'll wear the booties for you. He'll wear a mask for you. He'll wear a biohazard suit for you. He'll wear gloves. Uh, he is uh, he is essential as all get out. Master of poopers himself, Jerry Matula. Hit him up. Mutiny Information Cafe to South Broadway in the heart of Denver, Colorado. Um, Mutiny's windows are boarded up right now but they've been having people paint on them and it looks fucking amazing have you guys seen that 
You seen what they're? Yeah, that's so fucking killer. It looks so oh, fucking yeah. good, man. It's uh, yeah, I'm. I, I saw I saw Jim and Jess on the uh, on the news. I think. Oh really? Channel Nine News or something for for your guys' Channel Nine news. Oh really? Oh, they were on nine. All right. Yeah. Oh, you know what? I think I saw them share something about that. Yeah, man. The local coverage has been great on on what's been going on. It's been really cool. And uh, to yeah, su- to mutiny, su- he's been doing cool stuff for sure. Yeah. If if you guys want to support Mutiny during this time, uh, they do have a walk up window for coffee, and they are doing online sales at mutinyinfocafe.com. Check them out uh, and tell them the boys sent you. Flipside music. Um, hey, did we ever get any info on Flipside Gordo? Do you know what those guys are up to? Like they're still doing videos, right? But are they doing anything else? Yeah, they're still they're still doing the yeah they're still doing the FAQ videos. I'm not sure if they're I'm not sure what their status is for business. I don't know if they have curbside going or what. I have no idea. Um, well, I'm sure they're doing at least online sales of their gear. They do have the largest selection of effects pedals in the region and uh yeah like we said check out their uh their what the what the fact what the faq um that is a great series support flipside music man they're a great company rocket space rehearsal studios also has their windows boarded up but from what i understand they are planning on return i think you could probably book some pay in advance rehearsal time uh for when they open back up and i think you should do that if uh you know be some of the first to get booked in there kate get back to me let me know if that's something that you're doing because i think i think a lot of people would support it yeah uh i would book some time whether i needed it or not yeah right just set it aside buy a gift certificate or something you know what i mean something help them keep open uh evergroup studio Everything. The, 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 room, the rooms where the, there's no other entry is just you going into the one room. You probably still rent that. Maybe. Yeah, maybe. A non- oh, yeah. I, think, I think they're boarded up though, like completely. Mm. Like I don't think they're. I don't think they're taking anyone. But I. I don't know. I got to talk to Kate and see what their situation is. Um, Evergroove Studio up in Evergreen, Col- Evergreen Colorado. Uh, man, they just do so much for us and. Uh, they are mixing and mastering our new album, The Front Lines of Good Times, Volume 1, right now. We've got a bunch. We've got 17 new drum tracks in the can that we're, uh, we're going to start building those songs out to get some of this stuff to you sooner or later. Uh, hopefully sooner than later. Uh, man, and uh, I get Ethan's help. Ethan from Evergroove is here helping me make the stream go and recording the episode and we're learning stuff every week on how to make this go better. So, we love Evergroove. Solar powered. State of the art facility. Check them out. Uh, see them about your next project. Um, Burn TV Studios. Yeah. Burn. Burn TV Studios. The motherfucking podcast and all sorts of other ill shit come out of. The Burn TV Studios here at an undisclosed location in Denver, Colorado, including our series, The Nug Nation, which is fucking awesome that you can okay. check out at thenugnation.com. We're getting ready to release a series that we did with the one and only Red Man called The The Doc. It's going to be really fucking cool. I just uh, came in in the so middle. Are we, no, are we no longer sponsored? Are we no longer sponsored by Nug Nation, but now we're sponsored by Burn TV? This is a recent development. This is a recent development. So... The the studio is now called Burn TV Studios because the merger was officially announced. 
Okay. So, uh, cool. Yeah, congratulations. Yeah, we had we had Mikey on the um, on the last on the 100th episode, and he told us that. Uh, so that's going on, and the Nug Nation is now a piece of content, a flagship piece of content of Burn TV. Of oh, Burn TV. Yeah, man. Very cool. So that merger is officially nice. announced. Yeah, it's very cool. We had Mikey on the last nice. episode. It was really cool. A hundred and one episodes, guys. Aaron, I'm very happy for you. Thanks, buddy. Hey, Brett Hagen just posted a video on Riftbook. Yeah, I think I've been on like five of them. Way to go, Aaron. Thanks, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Here, here, here's, here's, uh, I think I've been Brett, on five of them. <laughs> Wait, what is this? What is this, Tony? What do you got? Brett? That's pretty great. New Rickbook video. This just in from Rickbook. Oh no, it go, it gone. Bye bye bye. I'm there singing. Here we go. No me. If you want to destroy my sweater, pull this thread as I walk away. As I walk away, I'll see unravel. It's only a little bit off. To I'll be naked. Be naked. <laughs> How off is it? How off is it? All right. Enough for it not to be good. <laughs> <laughs> Enough for it not to be good. Very cool. So much not good. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) So much that it's not good. Hey, uh, I want to give, I want to give a very, very, very um, heartfelt and sincere shout out to the 31 people who back us via a small monthly contribution on Patreon.com/slash/mfruckis. Guys, I got to tell you, when uh, when April 1st hit, I thought we were going to lose some people because we're in a fucking crisis, you know, and money's tight and we understand that. And the guys and I just appreciate it so much. Thank you so much for your support. Thank you so much for believing in what we do. Uh, we hope that um, we hope that you guys feel like you've made a worthy contribution and that you back the right horse and that we make you proud. Um, it really does mean a lot, guys. Thank you so much. Uh, our patrons. Should we all try and sing that at the same time? Our patrons <laughs> our patrons support us via a small recurrent contribution, small monthly contribution, and in exchange they get access to early and exclusive content uh, and uh, tickets and VIP parties with beer and food. Um, actually, guys, what I've been doing with the, um, the patrons, I've released something on Patreon every single day for like going on two I've weeks seen now. That. And um, and what I'm doing is I'm building out a SoundCloud page. That's I'm building out the uh, Seeds and Stems SoundCloud page. So it's just going to be a giant SoundCloud library of demos and stems of our songs and shit like that. So the patrons are getting access to that first and foremost. So thank you very much to our patrons. Um, speaking of. Uh, 
What I've been... What the fuck what? is that? Gordo! Gordo, that was you! <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what you're talking about. Um... So, uh, speaking of the uh, the demo file, have you guys been doing any collaboration or any writing or or anything else online with people? Tony, you, you you're nodding your head. What that, have you been doing? Reminds me, I got to get something to Richie. Not my Richie. I got to get something to Richie. Oh, you've been doing something some to stuff. Heavy and something cool. You you wrote something for Richie. No, I'm, I'm, I'm supposed to send him something pretty soon. I instead wrote something last night with uh, Skibiki. <laughs> we, got, we got this idea to make 30-second songs called Jingles, and we'll try to sell them, even though they'll be pretty crappy. Yesterday was uh, uh, If You Took Mega Man and Castlevania and Put Them Together. So there's about a minute of that. It's kind of like the idea of Riftbook, but just us collaborating to write some bullshit together and throw it on like a... A library of some kind, just f- f- fishing with like the skinniest worms possible. Do you? I want in. Yeah, man, I want I in. Want in. Yeah, I want in. Cool. I want in. All right, dude. Can we seriously? I would. Ba- I would ba- help write a jingle. Ba- 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 basically, I I wrote like well, we're playing with Nintendo music, so I wrote like three guitar parts, sent it over to John. I can't wait. As soon as we're done with this, I'm listening to it because he sent it to me last night at fucking ten fifteen. So I was asleep. <laughs> Can you get it on your phone? <laughs> I woke up. No, it's, it's on my iPad. Oh, okay. I keep kind of this iPad step. This is like dirtying my iPad. It's usually just for music. I have to have this video <laughs> chat on it now. You know, it's, that's not what it was meant for for me. But uh, uh, <laughs> This is dirtying your iPad? <laughs> you know, just tainting your iPad. Tony, do you even like me? <laughs> Tony, are we friends? Do you even like me? Or like... Should I go? <laughs> no, but... Uh, no. He, he, like, basically, I, I, wrote, I wrote a bunch of string parts for it, and uh, and then he's he's supposed to turn around and do electronic drums and like electronic synth bass that follows one of the guitar parts, you know? It should be pretty good. I imagine it's going to be pretty good because I how can you go wrong man because it's going write Nintendo music I, he knows how to I want to hear it I want to hear it send this stuff to me I want to hear it too right, sounds right. incredible I bet I bet it sounds I didn't hear what Skip's attitude I'm like really excited about that. but I gotta, I gotta send something to Richie too me and Richie uh, have this idea to write some thrash together for enough for no reason you know that's really cool and uh, Damien's been <laughs> David's been writing stuff um, with the Staggers. Uh, the Staggers stuff uh, that Damien's had, that Damien's come up with a couple more songs, and I've got a couple uh, ideas that once we can get together, we'll write some more. But uh, we've already got, I think, four or five songs that the band has already played and demoed together. That's completely outside of the new release that we just did before the show. Oh, wow, happened. really? So. That's fucking bad. What's that like demoing? What's that like demoing together? <laughs> you, remember, you remember fourth year freshman or fourth year? Uh huh. Oh, so it's, it's fun like and that. fulfilling. Is that what it is? <laughs> 
No, you're just like all in the same place at the same time. It's fun. It's fulfilling. It just, you know, it doesn't feel like a total waste of my time. It doesn't, you know, it's not like complete torture and agony and like, you know, feels like another job that I don't get paid for. You know, it's kind of like that. What's together? We just pulled into Jade Station. We just pulled into Jade Station. <laughs> oh, man. Man, oh, man. It's fun and fulfilling, but I feel like I'm going to have to apologize for it later. In the <laughs> 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 yeah, man. Yeah, that yeah, cool. yeah, uh, yeah. There is collaboration stuff going on that uh, I haven't thought of. I guess it, it's it's not like something I'm working towards. It's something that like comes up organically. Like me and Richie have been talking about it for a while. And uh, the last time I saw you and Sarah, I think he was texting me. And we we're talking about it like either that day or the day, the day before or right. something. Um, and then John's thing came up last, last Friday when we were hanging out, just like drinking, and uh, just decided to write some music and send it to each other. It's like pretty minimal effort, though. Right. No, keep it as simple as possible. I really like that idea of making it as simple as possible. Um, I've been playing a shitload of guitar, yeah. and if it weren't for the fact that I have, like, I literally have... Like, I'm only able to play guitar, like, right when Ransom goes to sleep. Like, between the time Ransom goes to sleep and Sarah comes down for us to hang out. And then, like, maybe first thing in the morning. Like, I have, like, these little wedges of time that I can get into. But I've been playing playing a shitload of guitar. And I really want to start sending... I really want to start sending songs around to you guys. Like just like you know, you know, I, uh, I, 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 all the stuff that I've been talking about with the collaboration thing hasn't really. Uh, that's been kind of normal, but the, I've been picking up a guitar a whole lot more, not because of the coronavirus, but because of Riffbook. Riffbook makes me pick up my guitar for that, right? And then I'm already playing guitar and come up with other ideas now. You know, like and like, oh, I should use that for the band. All right. Well, after I get done recording Bart's thing. <laughs> right. Well, because it's, I mean, it's super fun. And that's what a band is supposed to be. It's super fun. You know, and that's. It's, it's like a great warm up, warm up game to get your brain juices cooking for something else, you know? Right. No, yeah. it's very cool. And I, I think musicians and artists in general, if, the, if we're not using this time to create new contract, content, uh, content, you're doing something wrong, you know? Like, we should be writing new songs and writing new fucking licks and riffs and all that shit because what else are you going to do? Right, and obviously if you're in the place for it mentally, like, I've seen the other people who have been responding, like... Did you guys see the meme that was like, it's like, if you're not walking away with a new skill or hustling during this time, that you never lacked... uh, you never lack the time, you only lack discipline. And then there's been like the response to that where people have been like Okay, I'm not saying it that aggressive. Right, no, but I mean <laughs> do it if you want. <laughs> but I mean that but then there's the other argument to that where people are like have crossed out a section of it and it says like we're all going through a collectively traumatic time and blah 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 and if you're not able to do that, that's fine. And like so there's like people that are kinda having that argument and it's like it's not an argument really to have. It's like if you're in the headspace for it definitely make shit like 
I don't know about I don't know about you guys, but I've heard this from a few people. Is anybody else just enjoying the break? I will never get I will never get sick of not having to do booking. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's like <laughs> That's all I'm gonna say. It just happened at it happened to happen at a time when we were between really doing shit anyway, and it like is really limiting the amount of things that I can focus on. You know what I mean? It's like it's kind of showing me what's most important. You know what I mean? It's like I had this epiphany last night. Like, first of all, I'm getting more time with my wife and my kid, which is fucking awesome. And then secondly, uh, the stuff I am focusing on with respect to the band is like I'm not so tied up and feeling the need to const like I've barely posted anything from the band in a while. And a lot of that's because I've like don't feel the need to do it as much. I don't feel like I had this epiphany where like I was thinking about amazing shows I've been to and how long those stuck with me. And the answer of course is like forever, right? Like playing those amazing shows stick with you for fucking ever. It's not like if you don't play a show every month, you're going to slip away from the minds of the people who really love what you do. You know, they're not going to, the people who really love what you do aren't going to forget about you. They're going to be excited when you come back, but you don't have to like constantly be standing up on top of a stepladder waving hey i exist i exist i exist you know it's okay to like take a break and and go underground and not really put stuff out maybe necessarily out into the world as much maybe not feel the need to play as many shows you know focus on the quality over the quantity side of it, it makes a lot of sense that's that's like that's just kind of an epiphany i've had lately you know it's like it's not as though you're going to die if you don't play as much as you did before, which I think has been something that I've been like afraid of in the past and has kind of led me to taking on too many projects. You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 I get that. Yeah. Yeah, man. I think we lost Tony. He's gone. Goes and then he and then he pieced out. Yeah, I'm gonna have to be gone shortly myself. Well, that's cool. I think yeah. I think we covered a lot of ground. Hungry like the wolf played on our uh, on our stereo system, and that means uh, it's time to feed my dogs. <laughs> well, hey, um, guys, Good choice guys. I will say this: <laughs> I really uh, I really do miss you. Uh, I, I've kind of gotten used to not being around you guys as much as I'd probably like to. So. It's been cool to have an excuse to get together and do this. And I think uh, it would be cool if touch and base carried over even after everything goes more or less back to normal. Yeah. Um, let's, do this, let's do this again. And uh, I'll, I'll have more toys because that looks fun. Yeah, that does look <laughs> yeah. fun. Hey Tony, uh, Tony, we were just talking about how uh, how nice it is to get together and touch base with you guys and stuff, and 
We should uh, definitely make a habit of it even after the world goes back to more or less normal. Hey, Cashy, how you doing, hey, bud? Hey, Cash, what's up, man? What's up? <laughs> Hi, Becky. Hey, how you doing, Becky? Hi. Bye. She, uh, how you doing? Hi, Becky. You're, you're live. You're on TV. She worked from home today. She got off at five, and then she went and hung out in the backyard because we were doing this stupid shit. So she was just like, "No." Nope. Yeah, that that's why I come to the studio. There is no way I could possibly do this at home. Well, I pre- I appreciate you guys taking the time to to talk and to hang out and to catch up. I miss you guys lots, and uh, yeah, I'm looking forward it's to. It's been a very fulfilling interface for me. I love it. It's been nice, man. It feels good. Uh, hey, Tony, love you, man. Miss you. Hope everything's going well out there. Everybody, stay safe. Uh, yeah, tell, tell the Chicago fam we all said hi. We'll yeah. miss them and. Yeah, everybody. Hey, Laura, they all say hi. <laughs> she says hi. Hello. Hi, Lara. Everybody, pass on the love Lara. to everybody. Okay. Okay, we'll do. All we'll right, all guys. do that. All right. All right. I'll talk Peace to out. you soon. Bye. Bye. The motherfucking podcast is recorded at the Nug Nation Studios in Denver, Colorado, and hosted by Aaron Howell, Tony Lee, Logan O'Connor, and occasionally even Ty Blosser of the international power rock combo Motherfucking Ruckus. Our producer in the studio is Gordon Ledfoot. Our producers in Chicago are Gene Skibbins and Adam Zielinski. All music except homie shoutouts and featured artists is written and performed by MF Ruckus and comes from the album The Front Lines of Good Times Volume 1, coming this fall on Rodeo Star Records. Thanks for listening, guys. And remember, if you find this podcast valuable or entertaining and you wish to support MF Ruckus further, you can rate, review, share, subscribe, Follow us on any of our social channels, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and Spotify. If you really want to help us do what we do, you can go to patreon.com slash mfruckus and become a patron at any level. Our patrons get access to exclusive content, early releases, guest list spots, even VIP parties with beer and food, all in exchange for a small monthly contribution. It really does make a difference and allows us to do this podcast, make records, create videos, go on tour, fly Tony back and forth, and all the other stuff we love to do for you guys. Patreon.com slash MFRuckus. Check it out. Thanks again, guys. You're listening to a Mutiny Transmission. You can find more podcasts, videos, books, comics, and records online at mutinyinfocafe.com. Or just stop in the store in Denver and have a coffee sometime. 